Hey man, I am so excited. What's up, Mitchell? Long time to talk. How are you? Dude, it's been, it's, I'm doing pretty good, man. And you? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Dude, talk to me, man. Tell me, you're open now, huh? We are. We've been open about a week and a half. Oh, really? So what was, when was opening day? Uh, our official opening day, actually probably about two weeks. We started seeing patients on the 8th. It was basically just two of my friends. And then the 12th of April, so last Monday, was our first like real opening day. Six or seven patients that day. On, that was Monday. This Monday the 12th, yeah. Two Mondays ago. Dude, so talk to me, man. Tell me how was... What was crunch time? What was like, oh my gosh, it's the night before. We better hurry up. Did the night on the 8th, the night before on the 8th, the 7th, I guess, did that feel different than the 11th, the night before? When actually like you had like not friends, you know? It's actually a good question. Yeah, the the 7th, the night before the 8th, when I had just a few friends come in, we were like super chill, like things go wrong. Like we can like, we know these people so they can be cool with it. But at the same time, you want like the greatest experience for your friends. And so it's like, that kind of instance but then on like the 11th when i had like three patients i didn't know i'm like man we gotta like make sure this is like as good as possible and um so the, definitely the 11th i was had some knots in my stomach for the first day of hey we are open and we have people coming and our systems better work yeah uh did anything like start not falling apart but like where you're like oh crap this is happening not today. Um, to be honest, we only had minor hiccups. Like um, I had a patient who was a friend of mine. I scheduled him like late in the afternoon just to fit him in. And then as we we're cleaning, we like closed one of the lines on our Cavitron. So like our Cavitron wouldn't work. And then our patient bathroom door, someone locked it and closed it. So we couldn't open the patient bathroom door. Oh, wow. So that was kind of the only kind of two things of like, oh man, that kind of sucks. But they're very minor, and so uh, we problem-solved, and our team was awesome, and we figured it out. Um, everything has been very, like, I can't say, like, something's gone wrong. My scanner, like, my, I have one of those intro-order scanners, like, the, I have the Medit, and it actually stopped working last Thursday. And so that was kind of a big hiccup. Like, I don't have any way to take impressions or anything because I just have the scanner because I'm... Uh, impressionist office pretty much and so that wasn't very fun but cadre the people I bought it from were like great in customer service got me one today a brand new one and we're up and running you didn't have to pay extra or anything like that for the brand new one no they shipped it overnight and gave it to me the next morning so Oof, man that came in clutch like good so I then know. all right what can we for the ones who are like oh my gosh Mitchell, I'm about, it's crunch time. I'm going to be open in like two weeks. What, was, what are some things where you would like to give us advice on as far as before you open, make sure this, right? For, for example, like I remember there was one practice who's like, holy crap, I don't have pens. I completely forgot to get pens. Oh, yeah. Like that. So what are some things? Um, I would say give yourself like a week before you open to kind of be in your office and just be throughout the systems and see like, oh, do I have pens? Do I have a hole punch? Do I have paper? Do I have a printer? Because we as dentists get so bogged down of 
aligning composite edge foble curing lights then like the day in day out stuff like office chairs like a staff kitchen tables is stuff that we can slip our minds so easily so just kind of like live in your practice for the week and see what it's like and then have an amazon account ready and know where your nearest walmart is if you want to <laughs> go get something real fast so that was really helpful that made our start really smooth um another piece of advice we're starting out very slow so i'm the hygienist i'm doing everything um so we're basically only doing cleanings and exams the first couple of weeks and then starting next week we actually have a bunch of fillings and then crowns and root canals that we're going to start doing um, but we wanted things to be pretty standard for every patient get our flow down of check-in check-out um, what that looks like so that has kind of eased our problems a bit saying like oh i'm not trying to squeeze in a crown and then the patient's none and i don't have heavy body pvs to take an impression, oh gosh, let's reschedule them. Now that looks bad. So our biggest thing is like, oh, maybe you don't have a two by two, but I mean, our, our sales guy was really good to get us that. So start slow, give yourself some time to be in your office to really see how it's gonna play out and then um, and then hit the ground running. Yeah, I love that, man. Live in your office like the week before, because yeah. it's true, you figure things out, you know what I mean? Like even like a regular home, like even if you're living in a regular home, you're like, holy crap, we needed other stuff. Yeah. You kind of find out like the, have you found any so far like um, things where you're like, maybe I should have adjusted this or maybe I should have, it's not working the way I thought it was going to work if I were to move things around. Um, to be honest, I needed solar shades, like the shades that go down in front of windows like two months ago. <laughs> our staff was working on our front desk and we have big windows that face face the east so when the sun rises it's like a beam of light penetrating them um so that's something i could have known earlier if i spent more time in the practice in the mornings to see how how bright it was but they, they were installed last friday so they we kind of jumped on it real quick um but just like solar shades um to be honest in my build out there's really nothing um i would change um i need to frost some of my windows basically put a little frosting um, coat on top of them so people don't run into my windows. I had a friend like run into one of my walls because it's so clear. Um, <laughs> wow, man. But yeah, once we put frost in there, it's like going to be really cool. Um, I mean, to be honest, man, like everything, like it's been a, almost a year since we even like submitted our business plan and did everything. Um, and just having that time to create and think through a lot of the problems um, have like caused us to really start really smoothly. And I think um, we've seen a ton of patients the past week and already have a lot of Google reviews. And really, Instagram is kind of a fun way to promote the practice. And um, one hiccup we did have on our personal side was I just got my occupancy from the city today. Mm -hmm. technically I wasn't allowed to be open for the past week and a half so that wasn't a very fun conversation to have with my contractor be like hey dude like I don't know why we're not permitted but to be honest I was like dude I'm not moving patients if I get fined you're gonna have to pay for it because it's not on me and we kind of agreed on all that and uh yeah city didn't we didn't get in trouble and all of our inspections were passed it just took them a while to get our occupancy to legally be able to open in Houston. So that wasn't very fun, but we got it today actually. So was that like a verbal agreement, like a handshake, gentleman's handshake, or like y'all actually wrote something down? Gentleman's handshake on a Friday afternoon. 
<laughs> and so that's kind of how it rolled out. But uh, they were like com- completely understanding. Um, we had good communication the whole time. Um, there were some stressful moments, but I think both of us kind of saw eye to eye and wanted to get the project done and got some stuff to finish up inside the practice, like countertops that weren't ordered correctly, but they're being in on, putting in on Friday. Just little things to finish out the practice to make it perfect. Um, so that's kind of our next week with our builder. Um, but other than that, it's been good. Yeah. Wow, man, you're right. I looked you guys up right now. You have 23 Google reviews on Google alone. Yeah, on Google. So I'm only really doing Google. Mm-hmm. Yelp, Yelp, I believe, is for complainers. And so <laughs> I don't want to verify my business on Yelp. Just yeah. To, like, just think about the name Yelp. Like, it's like, I got stabbed in the foot. I want to Yelp. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I, like I don't want to open myself up to people that just want to complain and then so I feel like, especially in my area Google's like gold I don't think I've been Austin or something Yelp's a little bit bigger I'm not really sure but I'm just really pushing Google reviews and all that yeah that's true yeah okay so then you're on Google I mean you have 23 like how'd you what are you doing for that you're just asking people like hey leave me a review or yeah, just a conversation. Just like, hey, like we're a new practice. It'd really help if you like give us a Google review. Um, I have a QR code at my checkout that you can scan with your phone and it takes directly to our Google business page. And then they can do five stars right there and then write a little message. Um, so that's fun. Another little tip, you can look at patients' paperwork and see if they have a Gmail. If they have a Gmail, they're probably logged in onto their phone. And so if they scan my QR code, it's going to bypass all the logins and send them right to my review page. And it's mm-hmm. like a quick, easy way to do it. Um, and then if they don't do it on the checkout, uh, I know there's companies that text out reviews and all this stuff. Um, my company actually does it, but they don't do it till like 7.30 in the evening. So what we do is two hours after, after a little text, we send it through our portal with our link for Google reviews. And it's just a free way. My friend Descrawl does that um, two hours after every appointment if you don't get one by the time they um, leave. Gotcha, gotcha. Man, that's good, dude. That's really, really. So then in total, how many patients have you, like minus your two friends, how many new patients have you had? Uh, let me see. So we've seen about 31 new patients. Wow. And that all is coming from multiple places or one location? Uh, I'd say multiple. So a lot of... Friends, like friends of friends, just people that have been following along on our journey, um, just people we know in the area. So that's really good just to have a presence in your community and have a bunch of friends you know. Um, they can come out and be actual patients at your practice, charge their insurance, all that stuff. Don't give away all the stuff for free to your friends because then what classifies a friend, you know? Oh, I know you from like five years ago. No. So like st- start the statement, like the sentiment, like, I'm going to charge most of my friends unless they're immediate family or just someone I really want to take care of. Um, so charge your friends and then see them, ask their opinion on the practice, what can we do better? And then, this, I mean, we got a, I think it was on the 5th, the, our little area we're built out in, they got the Houston News to come out and do a segment on our practice. And so, I saw that. I saw that. Was, that. was that you or that? Who did that? How did that happen? Uh, it was our, our uh, complex we leased in. So they had their own marketing team for our area. So we're trying to be like the, the downtown area, the trendy fun area of the Heights. And mm-hmm. so 
they were like, it was always Sunday. They're like, hey, uh, the news is coming. Um, you want to be there? Like literally our practice like wasn't near what it looks like today. And we're like, my wife and I like spent all day Sunday trying to make it look somewhat presentable for the news crew. Like I didn't have TVs on my operatories yet. Um, all this stuff. <laughs> so can we see that somewhere or no? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say yeah. if we could all if you can mention it on here so we can look it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I have the recordings on my Google Drive. Um and so mm-hmm. I'll make a little post about it um probably next week or, or tomorrow. Um But do but, you feel like that brought you in? Okay, so talk to me. Talk to me about that that whole thing. Like how did that go down? You yeah, you guys were fixing it up and then it was like kind of ready, not really, but we did the best we could to make it like at least a front area look as best as they can for a news crew to come in and so they literally showed up 6 45 i was there um and i didn't know it was going to be live i thought it was just gonna make a we're gonna shoot and we're gonna cut it and we'll do like a segment sometime in random hours those are like monday morning news 7 a.m smile dentistry in houston new trendy fun practice opening i was like ah oh. <laughs> <laughs> like she didn't tell me any questions she was gonna ask and so we just kind of had a conversation about making dentistry fun again and just like making the fun trend in your practice. And then after that, I partnered with an optometrist in my building and we kind of talked about his practice, talked about the area. And so, yeah, it was kind of very random and prompt too, but like literally our phones that morning were like blowing up and wow. we like, I wouldn't say we were super prepared for it. Cause I didn't really know what it was going to be. So we're like phone calls, like subscribers to our email via our website, followers on social media. And so it was a really good push and it was free. Um, Heck yeah. So, I, I mean, I never watch the news. I don't really know who does watch the news. <laughs> but I guess a lot of people do. I got a lot of friend texts from friends. Like, hey, I saw you on the news. <laughs> cool. <laughs> wow, man. So that was like a huge push then. Yeah, it was a big push. So it kind of gave us some momentum and then, Today, just like posting a bunch of reels about the practice on Instagram is a really fun way to market. And it just gets uh, a lot of views, a lot of traction on social media. And then people know your practice without ever visiting it. So when they walk in and you deliver the same experience that you portray on social media, then I think that's a big win. Yeah. What, throughout this time, I know it's only been two weeks, but what do you see yourself doing less of immediately? Um, what are cleanings, um, being a hygienist, I, I'm interviewing one on Friday, uh, to come potentially start working in a few months. Um, but I think next week we're like completely booked. I don't have any time for anything. And so now we're starting to add treatment on top of this new patient exam and cleanings. Uh, so that would be something I would like to do less of. Um, yeah. And to kind of focus more on marketing and just doing dentistry, like films, crowns, the stuff we like went to school for. But to be honest, doing the cleanings has been a huge like win for our practice because you just get to spend an hour and a half with the patient, get to know them, tell them about the practice, tell them how excited you are that you just opened up and like thank you for being one of our first patients. Um, so it just gives a really good rapport between you and them, and and then they go tell their friends, and their friends come, and their wives and husbands come, and so. I think that's a huge like organic practice builder that you don't have to pay for and you don't have to pay someone a hygienist to start and like, Oh, I'm missing out on this time. I could be with the patient. So. Yeah. What to you throughout this t- process too, from like two weeks ago to now, what has 
surprised you either in a good or bad way? Uh, to be honest, in a in a bad way, how much work there is to do. Like, there's always something to do um, to get the system set up, to make sure my tip out bins are organized, to get all my bills paid, to pay electricity, water, gas. There's all this stuff that goes into day in day out. So just kind of keeping up with all of it, and I'm doing all my accounting now. Um, so kind of getting QuickBooks, learning how to do QuickBooks, plug in data. Um, just do the business administrative side. So that's a side as an associate I didn't have to do. No, but I enjoyed doing it because it's the kind of different side of your brain than dentistry. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so that has been something of just like on the weekends, oh, I need to go to practice and work, um, especially as a startup because you're like, you aren't flowing in all your procedures and um, things yet because you're still figuring it out. And so just a lot of work on the weekends and um, coming out late to the practice if I need to come do something. Um, so yeah, that's been a, something I expected, but I didn't realize how consistent it would be. Like how much work there is outside of dentistry, basically. Yeah. Finalizing all your payments on the loan, getting your tenant improvement allowance paid out, getting uh, all the stuff, like, like I said, water bill, electricity. Um, yeah. Netflix, like all these little small little monthly costs that you can just put in your cash flow statement and to see exactly what your, it's called your BAM, your break at bare ass minimum. And basically how much a month do you need to make to cover all your fixed expenses, which is a number I'm going through this month to kind of figure out what that's going to be. Do you kind of have an idea of how much it is for the, your first month right now? Uh, roughly, I would say around like, we're not paying rent this month, so that takes away a lot. And then my loan hasn't amateurized yet. And so probably this month, our operating expenses, our biggest ones are staff, which is around five to $6,000 for three people. So. so projecting in the future, how much, like, let's just say projecting within three months. Could I ask how much do you think your everything will be, like overhead and everything, everything? Oh, uh, yeah, let's see what I have. Because you're, you're, you're bringing in a good amount of new patients. And how many ops do you have again? I have three right now. I have space for seven. Dang, I think you're going to you're gonna plumb those out. You're going to fill it out fast, huh? Yeah, I was talking to my front desk um, office manager person. And we were like, what's our biggest fear right now? I was like, that we grow too fast, that we're not equipped to like handle the growth. And then we miss out on capturing those patients. So it's like a good fear to have, but it is a real fear. And it's like our biggest fear that I was like, we're going to, grow so fast because this month we have like three big restaurants opening around us and then the next month three more and all these office tenants are coming in because now COVID is kind of falling away and people are coming back into the office and working and resuming normal life so we're like man how can we be as prepared as possible um how can you guys like what are you doing for that just day in and day out systems making sure everything's running smoothly do we have questions about anything did anything not feel like it was very smooth um, from the patient walking in. Um, I guess one of the things we went through was like our online forms. I didn't really have those set up like seamlessly until like the week we opened. We had backups, like we had paper forms. So that's always good to have a backup if you need patients and other information. This is not how I wanted it. I wanted it all on iPads. So that was kind of a thing I didn't prepare very well for um, to get my online forms easy. Now they're super easy. We're using InLives through Next Health, and basically we text the patient and they fill it out all online. 
it goes into our system and they're good to walk back. So their waiting room time is incredibly minimal. And so for a new patient, I have like a, a rule, it's like seven minutes from when they walk into the door to the time they back in the, our suites, if they filled out their paperwork. If they haven't, then it's going to be a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and everybody's waiting in the waiting room or no? Uh, the max we've had so far is only two people waiting. And it's because one person showed up 20 minutes late and didn't fill out their paperwork and the patient next came right behind them. Um, but they sit in the waiting room for probably about three or four minutes. Um, and then we bring them right back to the suites once they're ready. And so as like a doctor too, like you can break down rooms, you can help staff, you can help get the office ready for these new patients. If, uh, if things are running behind instead of just sitting back and helping your staff over. We're all on board. How many new patients in one? What what was the day where you had the most new patients? How many were came in at that day? Uh, five today. That was a lot. Dang, yeah, five. That's five. Five hours, six hours. Basically, yeah, that's seven. We had six. Tomorrow we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Next day we have four. The next day we have three. And so, gotcha. It's exhausting to be honest. Like during the week after, it's like five a day. Like I'm very like I'm introverted. I get exhausted really easily, but at the same time it's like extrovert, introvert, whatever those things are called. Like, yeah. So you feel like that's a lot of uh energy, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of I just got two emails right now, we have two new patients scheduled. That's cool. <laughs> like that's cool. Great. Oh man, dude. So you're like so yeah, you do have to start projecting, man, like in the sense of holy crap, we're gonna have to open these other office operatories suites up that's gonna happen fast man that's gonna happen really fast what was your operation like your projection for oh let's see i'd say roughly for the first few months and this isn't with, without paying my revenue at all like maybe fifteen thousand to twenty five thousand roughly and fixed expenses including assistant manager rent so yeah that's kind of a rough number uh-huh I know when my practice, my old practice was running at full capacity, the magic number was like 50,000 a month. If I could be produced over that, then um, it would be um, a really good month. But those are very vague numbers. I can get that more actual in a few months when we start going. But it's good to just have an idea of all your fixed expenses to see where they're at. Yeah, definitely, man. Dude, That so that's... With a hygienist, it's roughly... How much are, is like the going rate for a hygienist in, in Houston right now? I think it's around like 40 an hour. So then it's going to go higher, right? Like, cause you plan to bring one on soon. Oh, my father-in-law's here. Hey. I'm oh, on you do a podcast? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I won't disturb you. I'm going to pull the rug. Okay, cool. I'll come see you. Please just drop and stuff off for the practice. Uh, hourly rate for hygienists, I think is $40 an hour in Houston. A lot of my old practice, we would pay them on basically the production. And so they get paid 25 or 30% of what they do a day. And so that's kind of a model I'll adopt pretty soon. Um, basically three months of you get paid hourly. And then after that, we switch you to production, which in the end, if you present it right, you can say you actually make more money doing it on production versus just sitting back and getting paid hourly. So it's kind of, and the people you hire, you got to have a person that wants to work hard and wants to um, be a great hygienist. And so that's where we'll switch to probably after three months um, of having the first hygienist. Got you. And so, man, how has this all changed your personal life? Like now that you're open, what big like contrast have you seen? Uh, 
Uh, or none at all. I mean, we still kind of protect our like time together. And so like Friday nights, day night, and then uh, we do work more, t- more on the weekends. Like I got to do stuff for the practice, but at the same time, we didn't like just been as socially active as we were before. Like, I don't want to neglect all my friends and everything because I'm starting a business because they've been along for the ride. So we had a event last night. I'm grabbing drinks with a buddy today. Um, we have a big weekend planned with, with our friends. So it's just kind of like managing your time and realizing you can't do every single thing in one day. And so maybe like one morning say, I'm going to work on advertising. I'm going to create an email flyer. Um, send out to our subscribers or the next day I'm going to work on accounting. This is my goal today. So kind of picking which days, which tasks you're going to do kind of breaks it up because there's so many different things. So that kind of helps your mind focus on one project. Cause me, I can be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Oh man, I want to make a real, I'm going to have some fun. I want to, I don't want to do accounting. I don't want to crunch numbers. Discipline of like, I need to do this. So I know where our numbers are at. So then I can go and like make fun stuff on Instagram or do whatever, make a, a mail flyer or something. Yeah. It's that discipline, man. We got to like create a habit out of it, but it's freaking hard Yeah, like, to do yeah. it every single time. You know what I mean? Like you want to give yourself a break and be like, I've done enough. But I do wake up earlier than I did before as an associate. I get up and I'm the first one out of the office. I open the office. I get things ready. And then my staff comes and they're like, oh, Dr. McDear, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's been good. We have a marketing event this week and is having a, Houston Runway Fashion Show, like basically in the catwalk right outside my windows. So we're doing a, kind of going to go out there to the fashion show, meet all the people. There's like 200 people coming. Um, so we'll kind of do a fun little marketing event there. Are you guys giving anything out or anything like that or not? Yeah, make a little flyer on just print. Just like, hey, we're a new dental practice in the Heights. We just opened. Have like a picture of me on it. Like, this is my practice. We're local people. Um, that's one, one thing I have noticed, like saying you're local, like family owned and operated is like cool to say, cause there's so many corporate places around. So that's a real cool advantage as like a private practice. Like, Hey, like my wife and I started this, this is our practice. Not, Oh, I'm just work here. I don't really know who the management people is They're up in New York and they just tell us what to do. So, yeah. That, that helps I, too. Like, especially yeah. today, like, after COVID, you know what I mean? People want to support that. Mm-hmm. And we have a real big area, like support local in the Heights. So people love supporting the local businesses. And I mean, I've done it too. Like all the new shops that go out, I go out there and I buy something from them. I'm like, Hey, I want to support you. And so, I mean, it's reciprocation and um, maybe this comes back, comes back around. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, we're excited to hear how the event went. We're excited to hear how everything's coming along. At the same time, in a couple of weeks, we're going to hear again, like how, what changes you want to make, all these things, man. So we're super excited for all that. Any last minute advice you want to give us? Uh, I actually used it from my friends today. She came in and she was, we were just talking about a lot of people talk about their dreams and just like, but they never act on them. When we started last year, right when COVID was shutting down the world, we were like, man, is this, does this even make sense? Um, but we just like believed in like what uh, we could create. And so um, she was like, you're like a cool example of like, just like if you want to go after it and pursue it and like, don't let anyone like tell you no or crush your dreams. We had people say like, oh, you're so dumb opening a dental practice. Like you open your mouth and don't you know COVID's the thing? We're like, yeah, but like, I think the world's gonna 
emerge stronger from it. And so it's kind of a testament now, like Houston's pretty much opened. And most mm-hmm. my first three patients like stuck out their hand and like, hey, like nice to meet you. I was like, this is weird. Um, I haven't put someone's hand in a year. So it was just cool to see like your dreams come true and not letting just people tell you what you can and can't do. And if you want something, go out there and achieve it and you're going to work your butt off. Um, but it's all worth it if you really believe and are passionate about it. Yeah, man. If you think about it, you, you, you did it through a lot. You know what I mean? You, you opened this practice through a lot. A lot of stuff that nobody else has experienced in their in their lifetime. So you kind of, everything else after this, man, you kind of have to start doing, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So that's awesome, man. So with that being said, Mitchell, sign us out. Thanks for having me, Michael. And this is the making of Smile Dentistry. Cheers.